You're listening to Culture Camp. Tune in each week to hear from an amazing lineup of athletes, CEOs, founders, and more who have created winning cultures in their organization. Each will share the secrets to creating a culture in your business that will lead you to thrive. Are you ready? Here's your host, Jason Haugen. All right, welcome back to another episode of Culture Camp. Thank you for being here on this gorgeous Monday afternoon, or I hope it's gorgeous where you are at. This is my 51st episode. This has been a crazy journey. I just want to thank every single person out there supporting me and all the messages and everything I get when the episodes drop. It means the world to me. I am just trying to help the world. I'm trying to help you. I would love to help in any way I possibly can. And so, yeah, don't forget to hit me up if you ever need anything on Instagram at Jason Haugen, as well as uh, my website, imjasonhaugen.com. All right, let's get into it. So today I want to talk to you about culture. Obviously, culture can't. We always talk about culture. Today I am going to be talking to you by myself because I am the best guest. No, I'm just kidding. But we're going to be talking uh, today to you, or I guess I'm going to be talking to today to you about personal culture. And what do I mean by personal culture? So recently I spoke at Rogue World. Shout out to Rogue World. Um, I'm going to first off say get your tickets now or they soon I think that they drop they drop here in the next couple of days um, or they should maybe they drop by this time this episode airs. Um, but it's going to be coming to you spring 2024, Rogue World. Put it on your calendar. Um, but I spoke, about, spoke at Rogue World about personal culture. What do I mean by about personal culture? You have to fix yourself and you have to work on yourself before you do anything with the team. You build a better person, you build a better company. I, tr- I, f- I truly, truly believe that. And when you are not working on yourself and you're not worrying about your personal culture and you worry about everybody else, the, the, you have to have some self-accountability in that. You can't just expect everybody else to change and you not change. And when I talk about culture and that feeling, remember, it's like going to that concert versus listening to that album in the car. When you are listening to the album in the car, you're, you're, you have the same outcome. You're listening to the songs, you're jamming out, you're having a good time. When you go to that concert, technically it's the same outcome. You, go, you have a good time, you listen to all the songs, and you know it fills you up. But the feeling is different. You, you could never explain the feeling of a concert to somebody. You, it's literally impossible. You can't explain that feeling that you're having. So I'm talking about when you have that personal feeling, what people feel towards you. And I want you to write, I mean, maybe you're driving in a car or doing whatever that is, but I want you to start thinking about how, what people maybe view of you or how, how people see you or portray you. Do people want to do business with you? Do people like being around you? You know, when, you, when situations come at you, how do you react to those situations? Do you cram things down their throat? Do you assess? Do you do a SWOT analysis of strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? Do you, like, what, what happens when, when you're dealing with people? Now, I'm not saying you have to have everybody love you and everybody has to like you and this and that and the other. What I'm saying is how do, how do you want to operate in your life, in your business, where you attract people? Remember, relationships are everything when it comes to culture when it comes to business when it comes to life relationships 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 and i'm talking about be authentic with your relationships be real with your relationships don't fake it till you make it you can have confidence so you make it please 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 i see people all the time trying to be something they're not or you see them on social and they're completely different from when they're on social who they are in person just be you 
There is only one you. God only made one you. There is only one you in the world. You are uniquely you, but be you. Don't try to be anybody else because that is what you have more than anybody else does. You have a level up because you are you. You are the only you. And you, if you want to level up yourself, that's great. And, you know, people can see that. People can see right through the BS. Trust me. I see it through people all the time. They will message me or hit me up. And then, you know, you kind of see them on social media. They meet them in person. They're completely different. Um, there's a lot of imposters out there, which again, it's okay to follow your dream and do things. But again, if, if you've never owned a business before and you're, and you're doing some coaching and things like that, that's okay. But own that, right? There's a lot of people that kind of fake that they built this extreme lifestyle and you know, there's nothing there, um, in, in what they're doing. That's, that, that, that's perfectly fine. I have a lot of friends that are great coaches that, um, crush it and in their unbelievable people, but they own their truth and they're, they're not afraid about it. And you know, I love that about them. And so when you're talking about personal culture, think of, remember that, how the feeling that you're portraying, the, the perception and, you know, your intentions, everything, you know, your perceptions, everything, your intention doesn't really matter, but what do people perceive about you? What I encourage you to do is do a audit of yourself. Think about that. Think about the things that, you know, people are, you know, situations, like if there's a situation that arises and you react to it, or maybe you didn't love how you reacted to it. Like almost think about like, there's like a, you looking down on you in the moment. And what would you change? How would you react differently? How can you figure out to be better? How can you be coachable? And, you know, things like that. And also ask yourself, would you want to work for yourself? You know, would, would you want to work for yourself? Because there's a lot of people. So two thirds of employees hate or their CEO or their boss. And the, the study literally said, hate. it's a very strong word, but I'm quoting the study. That's a, that's a, a lot. You already have people going against you and you're already fighting an uphill battle. And so how can you become that person that people want to work for and they want to do anything for? We've always had those people in our life that we love to help out. We love to do things with, we love to do things for them. We love to serve them. We love to do anything that we can to help. We also have those people in our life that we could care less about doing anything with. And so again, ask yourself, what do you want to be? We've all, you know, you can look at, at coaches. I, I talk about a lot on the show is we've had those coaches that absolutely love the, the, the coaches that can get the best out of people that you actually, you absolutely love playing for them. If you're an athlete, like it's just so amazing. The coach is unbelievable. The team was unbelievable. The culture, everything. I just love getting out there and playing for the team. We've had those coaches that you really could care less about. The teams that you care less about. You just go play for yourself. You know what? If you own a business, what what team do you have? Do you have a, a bunch of people out there trying to figure out? You know, are they playing for themselves? Or are they playing for the team? Because at the end of the day, like they're all on the same team, right? Self accountability. We're all on the same team. In our company, you ever tell me, "Hey, that's not my job." Boom, automatic termination. I don't care if ands buts about it. Everything is everybody's job. Now, can you know some of my people legally sell because of sales license issues? No. So don't get too caught in the weeds on that. But everything is everybody's job. We are here for the same reason. Our mission statement is we take people on outdoor adventures, providing great products, excellent customer service while welcoming them to the Haugen RV family. We are here to do that every single day. We are on the same team. If you're on a sports team, obviously, you know, hoping to win a championship or whatever that goal is, you are on the same team for winning that, or you know, on the same team doing the same things, you know, for the same reasons, trying to win that championship. I really encourage you, if you don't have any of the things I just talked about, to start trying to implement them. 
um, or to come up with them. Have those have those meetings with your team to figure out what your mission statement would be. Have those meetings with your team about what values you want to uh, have in your company. Leading with values, you manage with those values. Those values are the superstar, and what you'd like to live by. Even your vendors, the people you work with, your customers, your empl- everybody has to live by these values. And start to implement them in your teams. Get your culture cards. As we all know, that's my favorite thing in the world. And if you don't know what culture cards are, they're little cards that have the values on one side, the mission statement on the other. And everybody knows what the expectations are. It's a little mini playbook that you know the values you're supposed to have, you'll live by, and then the mission statement of what you're doing every single day. It's very, very important to know those things and to manage through that. Now, one thing I want to say is when we're talking about culture and that feeling in, in you, in personal culture, is what mission statement do you live by every single day? What values do you live by every single day? If you haven't thought about it, really think about those values because I would say that they probably portray your business life. I hope. I hope you have good values. I hope you have good ethics. I hope you have good morals. But really look at your mission statement of your life and what you want to do with your life. Remember, this is your life. Nobody else's life is, <laughs> it is your life. So what do you, how do you want to live your life and how do you want to, you know, what, what values do you want to live by? Write those mission statements down of what you want to do. Write that vision statement of where you want to take your life. Like what are you doing in the current moments, the mission? The vision's what, where you're going to go. The values are what you live by, those individual values, the, the trust, the, the love, the working together, the financial success, the giving back is a value, the the uh, empathy is a value. There's so many different things that could be a value. There's a long list of them. And figure out what that means for you and live your life that way. And if you're looking for a company, you're working for a company, or you own a company, I would highly advise that you would align your values and your mission statement with your company or whatever that means for you. If you're working for a company that has nothing to do with your values, then why are you working for them? If you own a company that has nothing to do with your values, and why do you own the company? I really would really, seriously, guys, really encourage you. I said that a lot, but really encourage you to make sure you're in alignment. Have that alignment like reset of making sure that you are living by your mission statement, living by your values um, personally. Because remember, this all starts with you. This all starts with that personal culture. This all starts with fixing the things in your life that could be taking you know, different things away from your work life or from your business. Because again, if you're not living how you should be living or you want to be living, the other people will see that. The expectation you have for yourself and, and others should be similar, right? You shouldn't ask someone to do something that you would never ever do. Now, I'm not saying skill-wise. Again, you see personalities and the details. You know, I'm not going to work on a trailer i could but i'm probably not going to but i would if i mean everybody on my team knows that i totally would um and i probably enjoy screwing some things up because i love just tinkering with it but they know that i would and so really think about the the type of person that you are and what people think of you when it comes to your personal culture and then define that define what your culture means define what that means with those mission statements and those value statements and when, when you have your values a good thing to do is say one of your values is working together and or like trust. What does trust mean? Put a little definition, you know, one or two sentences of what trust means to, to you so you can live by that definition every single day. 
I have a lot of people that I talk to that actually, after I get done talking with them, we start consulting. Um, you know, we always talk about the team, but then I always talk about them, them themselves. And sometimes, you know, they'll have a, a value card or a, 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 a culture card through them, um, you know, about themselves, about their own mission, their own values. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, a lot of times it's the same values, but it's a different mission because, you know, quite often our, our uh, personal mission is not, you know, has nothing to do with you know, taking people on outdoor adventures, providing great products, excellent customer service. It's something else um, of what we want to do with our, with our life. Um, again, self-accountability is huge. There's a great book out there called uh, Wisdom of Oz. Totally recommend this book. We make everybody read this book in our, in our company, um, or at least our managers, because it talks about self-accountability and a living above the line and below the line. And below the line thinking is, oh, that's not my job, blaming everybody else, this and that and the other. Above the line is, oh, that's my job, we'll take care of it. We're all here for the same thing. And so when things arise or problems arise, it's good to know, you know, it's kind of it's kind of good to know, like, I don't know, sometimes it seems so silly because it's kind of self-explanatory, you would might think. But if you know, like you can't unknow what you know. And so when people come to me with problems, I always talk about, hey, like you're living below the line. You got 30 seconds. You know, they might cry or whatever for 30 seconds or, you know, crying is okay. But they might complain for 30 seconds. But okay, now let's live above the line. And how are we going to move through this situation? How are we going to hold self-accountability? And one thing that I, you know, love about what we're doing as a team is we really have a lot of people that, our self-accountability, what they do, and everything—it's all our fault, right? Like we, we, we rise together, we fall together. Um, you know, we will have some people that are those cancers and those bad things in our in our companies, but we get rid of them and we let them go fast. You know, or you know, we we don't tolerate that. The culture is just so strong that you like people know that expectation. They know what to do. You know, when there when there is somebody that is going against the grain, going against the the culture because they get weeded out fast and trust me, a lot of people will hit me up um, about it, but I do encourage um, that feedback. And so when you look at it, your personal self, you know, do you have those cancers in your life? Do you have those cancerous habits? Do you have those things that are taken away from you that you can't succeed at a high level an optimal level that, you know, you, you can do the things that you want to do. You know, what are those cancers? Is I can name a ton of them, but figure out, like really think about what is holding you back. Is there something in your life holding you back? Is there habits that are holding you back? Is there things that you're doing that you know that you shouldn't be doing? Are there things that you're, you know, people you're involved with that you know you shouldn't be involved with? This That's personal culture. Because trust me, culture can be good and bad. I would argue that the root word of culture is cult. And so it can be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, it can be very dangerous and detrimental to you to be around people that are not good in your life, good for you. Um, I've had some, a lot of people in my life that I thought were good. I thought were amazing. I thought were everything. I've had numerous people in my life like that, but then to come to the end of the day, they were, they were the biggest blockers and cancer in my life. And so when you're kind of thinking about going through this like self audit in yourself, think about, you know, do you have enthusiasts in your life? that are all for you, big fans, it can do anything, just, just there, they're enthusiasts of you, and then you have the next category of fence setters, yeah, you know, they might be enthusiasts, they might be on the other side, I don't really know, and then you have total blockers in your life that are blocking you from the things that you want to 
accomplish the the dreams that you have the vision that you have for your life those personal values that maybe you want to live by these values but these particular people in your life don't allow you to fully live by those values so you got the enthusiasts you got the fence sitters you got the blockers well you kind of got rid of those you got to get rid of those blockers you got to figure out what the fence sitters and you got to push them one way or the other you got to stay in your lane with the enthusiasts and people there that are cheering you on excited for you and things that you're doing in your life and you know you totally can talk about this in your teams um you know in business and things as do you what kind of employees do you have as those enthusiasts those fence sitters those blockers you know those blockers that every time you want to change anything or do anything or enhance they're always blocking 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 complaining 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 those fence sitters that really could care less they're just there to get a job you know have a job but those enthusiasts to go the extra mile and i would ask you if it was a team if it was a sports team and you were a coach what would you want would you want people that really don't care about winning as the blockers that really almost try to make you not win? They're blocking you from winning. You have the fence sitters that are like, oh, I could care less who win, lose. It doesn't really matter to me. Or you have the enthusiasts that are putting it out. You know, they leave it. They leave everything they have on the floor every single day. And they're trying to win that championship. Now I would ask you as a coach, what would you rather have? An enthusiast, a team full of enthusiasts. You're there for the same thing. So look at your life. Do you have a team full of enthusiasts around you? Do you have fence sitters? Do you have blockers that are trying to, you know, you're trying to accomplish the dreams. You need those enthusiasts. You can't have those cancers, those blockers. You can't have that in your, in your company. No one loves cancer. So why are you letting, those in, letting that in your team? It doesn't make any sense to me. We would never go to the hospital and ask for cancer. We're trying to get rid of that. Like we don't, nobody wants it. So why do we let that in our life and in our teams every single day? We don't need to. We need to identify those. You need to be intentional. You need to have that audit. Write everybody out that you deal with. Write your teams out. Write every, who do you deal with? That personal culture matters. Because remember, like, what, what comes in comes out. If those enthusiasts or those blockers, excuse me, if those blockers and those, those cancerous people in your life are feeding you bad information or like nagging on you or that drains you you cannot operate at an optimal level to 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 be able to accomplish things you want to accomplish with those people in your life with those people on your team it just will not work so you need to take that audit that personal culture audit first on yourself to figure out how people are are dealing with you how you are you know, that, that vibe that you give off, the, the, the nonverbal, you know, you got resting bitch face that you're just sitting there just pissed all the time or you're happy-go-lucky even if problems are not okay or, or, or even if you have problems and, and things are not okay. You know, if you walk into work and you got RBF and people think something's wrong or you're mad at them because you just got off the phone right there in the parking lot before you walked in the door with something bad is going on or you're the type of person that, hey, I just had a bad conversation. I'm going to take a 30-second 30 30 reset pump myself up with some music, walk through the door with a happy smile, say hi to everybody, then go into my office, calmly shut the door like normal and deal with the situation behind a closed door. Or are you marching through your office, slamming the door? Trust me, you start to create doubt in your life. Now, you can even think of this personally in your family. I guarantee you, go home today from work, march through the door, bust open the door, march through your house, right past your family, and slam your door, people guarantee will think something's wrong. Guarantee. If you fake this right now, and you, 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 if, you, 
if there's if you totally fake it today, but you do that, I guarantee your family or somebody in, in your home will think there's something wrong. So think about that when you're getting to work. Think about that, you know, when when things arise. Is when you're walking through that, how are you interacting with those people? Because at the end of the day, like you, those people need trust in you, they need faith in you. Your family needs trust and faith in you. So how are you operating within those parameters of of that? Are you, you know, I really encourage you to not march through slamming doors, but to have that 30 second reset, walk through, smile, shake hands, you know, kiss your baby if you're at home, do whatever that is. And then you can deal with the situation at a different time. If you need to, if you're driving home or driving to work and you just had a bad conversation, go around the block again. If someone came to me and they're there, you know, they're supposed to be to work at nine and they're to work at nine, nine fifteen, nine thirty, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, hey, I just had a really bad conversation on the way home. I needed a 30 minute little reset or a 15 minute reset so I could be the best today. What do you think I'm gonna say? Oh, well, like you shouldn't do that. No, you should do that. I would, I would be, that would be admirable. I would, I wouldn't say courageous, but you know, are that, you know, that is courageous, whatever that would be. I would be like, yeah, that's perfectly, perfectly fine to do that. So make sure when you're dealing with, you know, those situations that you do that because it affects everybody because you can start to be the cancer. Nobody, you know, if you own a business, people might not call you out on that. And so I really encourage you that if, if you are listening to this and, and maybe everything's fine, like kudos to you. Um, you know, I feel like we can always get better, but if you're the type of person, you're like, oh man, like I really, like, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm really good with my, with my coworkers. I'm really good with my work, but maybe I'm not so good with my family or the opposite. Maybe I'm really good with my family and I'm not so good with my coworkers um now again guys i'm not talking about everybody gets a trophy and sometimes you i mean you have to hold yourself to a high standard and you have to be firm and direct but there's all there's a delivery for everything understanding your personality understanding your management style understanding how to talk to people being versatile and being adapt um and and adaptable versatility and adaptability sorry today's a crazy day but versatility and adaptability are very important to being versatile into how to talk to people and being adaptable to be able to adapt to the situation of what's going on. The, the rule of the golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Kind of has to go out the window when you're dealing with people. You have to deal with people and talk to people at a level that they want to be talked to. If you're dealing with an S personality and you're screaming and yelling at them being direct, they've already tuned you out. Trust me. I have those in my life that you're, you're yelling at them and you know, you're trying, you're frustrated because the thing happened and they've already tuned you out and they don't even care, but it's coming to them at a level that they understand that they, that they feel, they feel good. They feel safe. They feel appreciated. You know, even in bad situations, it's learning how to talk to those people. Um, you can even talk about it in sales. Um, you know, we, I, I coach a lot on personalities and sales. And if you have those deep personalities, you just give them the details of, you know, super quick pitch and how they're going to beat their competition and they're good to go. Um, you know, an I personality, you tell them all their friends are doing it and then it's going to make them a lot of money. And they're like, okay, cool. They're in fear of missing out. An S personality, you sell them on the fact that it's going to, you know, help everybody and everybody's going to be taken care of and we're all going to win. It's an all win thing, you know, and I want to talk about an all win. Win win situation always means that somebody's losing. If I'm winning and my, my, my main man right here, Vinny, doing my videos, if I'm, I'm winning and he's winning, then somebody else is losing. 
you know, if there's three people in here, it's I win, Benny wins, and someone else is losing. We got to do an all-win situation. And so when you talk about that, you know, remember that. I, I'm trying to change that win-win to all-win. It's an all-win situation. So not a win-win situation. It's an all-win situation. Sometimes we can't. But then what I go back to is an all-win understanding. It's an all-understanding. Because you don't, like having good culture, and I'm kind of getting off on a, rab- a rabbit trail here, but having good culture in those those things does not mean that everybody has to agree with you. It just means that everybody needs to have an understanding of what's going on and be on the same page and kind of be in alignment where we're going. Everybody will not agree with you. I hope they don't because that's not what a team should be. That's not what a like a family should like. You always should, should have like the, you know some a little bit of ten, ten, like a little bit of back and forth talk about stuff. It's not a bow down and do everything everybody says, right? But at least you have an all understanding. If you don't have that, that, that all win. Um, then those C personalities are, you got to show them all the details, you know, just what it is, what it is, but you're going to be, you know, if you're joking, having a good time, they're not going to like them. And so being adaptable and versatile in that is very, very important. So when you're dealing with people, understand that. Um, I really would, um, I think it's really beneficial to understand your own personality, whether you're you know, very direct or indirect, whether you're controlling or relating and what's, what side of the, the disc spectrum you know, the disc quadrant, I should say, you are. Because then it'll help you understand why you do what you do and it'll help, help other people understand why you do what you do. And so when I do a lot of my consulting, I do talk about that because I do identify those and, and you know, start from the top down because I think it's very, very important to understand you. Because the best way to understand or to change or maybe work on your personal culture is understanding why you do what you do. You know, why are you so direct? Why wouldn't things happen? You, know, you got two personalities in a favorable situation, an unfavorable situation, that being able to identify those. Trust me, that will change the game. Because when you're dealing with situations and when you're dealing with people, that matters. Because how you're going to react matters, but then also knowing how they're going to react matters. We all have those kids, wives, husbands, cousins, aunts, uncles, brothers, family, friends, coworkers, employ- you know, employees that you know you maybe can't bring something up to them because they're going to freak out. But then it's like, why? What's their personality? You got to say, is this favorable or unfavorable? Unfavorable. Okay, how am I going to tell them that it's an unfavorable situation in the, according to their personality? Now I got you guys as wheel spinning right now. You're now you're thinking about, wow, this is this is honestly next. I mean, I've spent about a, I'm not going to say how much money I've spent on learning all this stuff because it's, it's, but it's because I care and I want to, I want to help people in how can you help people if you don't understand them? And especially in teams, you know, creating this playbook um, what, or what I call the playbook for personalities is in, in management styles is understanding your team, having that playbook for your team. Um, you know, maybe you want to do this in your family and your personal self, but then understanding you and how to understand them better. Because the more you understand yourself, the more you'll understand them. And so, yeah, I mean, personal culture, guys, it's, it's super, super important because it's really your brand. It's really your, your personal culture. It's how you deal with people. It's the vibe you get off. It's the feeling people get from talking to you. It's, the excitement they're going to have to work for you, work with, for you or with you. It's the excitement that they're going to have buying something from you if you're in sales. It's the it's the it it's you do what you say and you and you you know you keep your word to that. 
there's a lot like, like integrity i mean we can go on and on and on about this but really think about you know today i really you know if you're on your way to work wherever you listen to this when you get into to wherever you are start writing down those things that you feel like are the biggest blockers in your life and getting where you want to want to go and then start writing some things down that you can maybe that i know we can all work on things we can work that write write down things that you can work on to help your personal culture and yourself move forward to accomplish those dreams that you want to accomplish right create a mission statement for yourself and have some values that you would like to live your life by and also something cool is I would like you to share those values once you get them honed in with your significant other and you all start living by those values because magic will happen. Trust me, I see amazing things happen in companies when I consult and I believe there'll be amazing things happen in your family, but then trust like those, when you start changing those values and changing yourself, those will start to come into, you know, your work life and your business life and your other relationships and friends. So with that, I appreciate you all. Um, this this podcasting journey has just been unbelievable. Um, if you have any feedback, please hit me up. I'd love some feedback. If you like this episode, please rate it. Um, please subscribe. Please download the episodes. Please share the episodes. I'm really just trying to help. And if you ever have any questions, um, hit me up on my Instagram at Jason Haugen. That's H-A-U-G-E-N. And then also hit me up on my website, imjasonhaugen.com. I have a form there that you can you know, if you um, have some consulting questions or you'd like me to come work with your teams or just, you know, whatever you would like, fill out a form there, submit it. We'll get that email and we'll make sure you get lined up um, to be to be booked um, for a meeting with me. I would love to help you. I'd love to talk to you. I'm 100% here to help. Let's change the world through culture. So I appreciate you and I will see you on the next episode of Culture Camp.